The following has been brought to you by SJP World Media. Hello, welcome back to the Nothingness Show. Um, I am one half of your hosts. This is Benny Mack, obviously. And joining me as always, uh, Mr. Jack, hopefully. <laughs> I always say hopefully. because Hello. Technology. There we go. Because technology never works with us normally. <laughs> and as soon as we hit record, you know, we, we can, we've can we done it before where we've sat down before we recorded and spoke for about 35 minutes, haven't we? Yeah. You, and, and then uh, as soon as we hit record or go live, something goes wrong. And it's like, always. really? Really? You've waited 35 minutes <laughs> for it to go <laughs> wrong when we should have just hit record. Um, how you doing, Jack? Anyway, uh, not too bad, Tah. Good, good. Uh, been up to much this week, or not particularly? Obviously, we're only, when we're recording this, it's only Wednesday, so well, um, yeah. we got a bit. We're only halfway into the week, so not really. I've been working mostly. Yeah, have you had like funny weather where you are? Like one minute it's like nice, seems like it's summer, and then the next it's like overcast and raining, or is that just me? Uh, it's a bit overcast today. Um, but weather forecast is good for the obviously the Jubilee bank holiday, so Yeah. Oh yeah, that's this weekend, isn't it? I forgot about that. So as you're as 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 you're listening to this podcast, this comes out on Sundays, isn't it? So that's in full swing, I assume. Is it Saturday or Sunday? I don't know. No, the so the bank holiday is actually the Thursday and Friday. Oh, is it really? Yeah. That's so weird. the ju- the actual Jude so the Thursday's the um bank holiday that we normally have the end of may oh okay um and then the friday is the actual jubilee day oh fair enough so saturday and sunday is just normal days oh okay i pay little attention to the royal family to be totally honest with you um you know they've some obviously shocking stuff over the last couple of years with certain people but you know we'll leave it at that um so as we sit here and record i don't think it's been announced is it next week the end of the amber heard and Johnny Depp trial comes to to an end next week, I think, isn't it? No, the, the jurors are uh, off deliberating at the moment. That's what I mean. It's not been announced. The results is what I want about. No, no, nothing. They they've not come back. They they come back and asked a question of the judge yesterday. Okay. Um, and that's it. There's they're not obviously no one's. There's nothing come out. They've not made a decision yet. Well, you've been following it. I think I would say I've probably seen about. 15% of it probably I think you've been watching it on and off haven't you actually to the point where you've actually sat and watched maybe an hour or so of them asking questions in court rather than I see like clips and highlights and stuff of but then the thing is I've got to be worried about that because it can be taken out of context I suppose yeah um, it's, I've been following it just because it's an interesting case um, obviously you yeah, at the end of the day, there's only two people that know what actually happened. Yeah, yeah. So you said that last week, actually. And I don't think you can sum it up any better, really. Only those two really know what happened. Yeah. During so that marriage. There's so. been some. There has been some shocking evidence come out. Um, yeah. And the, I don't think Amber Heard's legal team has exactly put across a very confident front or a very competent i should yeah. say front um so it is there's i don't know i oh, at the yeah. end of the day the people that's going to make the decision are sat in a room somewhere talking about it now aren't they of course the jury yeah. are going to decide but even them their decision's not going to be if domestic violence was um happened is it the no no the it's... question they're answering is if the op-ed was deflammatory or not so and this is a piece of stuff she wrote for a newspaper or something wasn't it or a website or something wasn't it yeah i from what i understand i don't think she like wrote it or maybe she had some input in it yeah like a ghost, um, like a ghostwriter <laughs> yeah it was it was to do with it she was involved somehow yeah. Um I but I don't think she specifically wrote it. But I could be wrong on that. Yeah, again, I've only I've only been seeing clips and stuff. The funny one I did see, I know in terms of like the domestic abuse side of things, 
it shouldn't happen regardless of who did what, uh, uh, whether he did it, she did it, either way, or if they both did it, it shouldn't be happening in that, you know, in a relationship, should it? So yeah, no, that's, you know, well, you know, but the the case is obviously about, like you said, about whether essentially how I look at it is like, I could be wrong, so I'm not legal, but like almost like a slander piece to make him lose yeah. work, which is what he's suing her for and vice versa. So that's um, it. Obviously he's lost near enough his career well yeah um, from the accusations she's made so the only thing I can say is if it comes back that she was the abuser then she should lose her career as well it should be the problem is, is, is there's so much more than just this case on trial as such, isn't there? Like, the a critical piece of evidence, which is making a lot of people talk about, is a recording of her saying to him, go tell a judge, go tell a jury. Yeah. See who believes you. Right, and she's actually admitting to hitting him on this recording, and she's saying go go tell your story no one will believe you so it's it's a big it's going to be a big decision to male domestic abuse sufferers as well isn't it well yeah i mean do we see after this this podcast got rather serious all of a sudden but does it do we see after this like regardless of how it pans out do we see a separate can we do? Is there, I don't know. Has anybody pressed charges over domestic abuse, or oh. I, I, it's what I mean? Do we do we go down that route next? Uh, There's possibly. I know. Um, I I read somewhere the other day that there. I think an investigation was being reopened. Um, I can't remember if it said here in the UK or somewhere else um, into stuff that was said. So an old, I think, because didn't she? Didn't they sue? He sued the son. He tried or, to, didn't he? I think. Um, yeah, for another for, article that they posted. Um, so I don't know. I can't remember the actual bloody headline now, but it's something along the lines of basically saying wife beater Johnny or something like that. Yeah. So um, he tried think, to sue them, didn't he? Well, yeah, I think, I think, he think failed, other things he? are being like looked into now, and the problem is, is a lot of the testimony that was given um obviously if you go on the stand and you you falsify things or you lie or you try to say something that wasn't a hundred percent accurate it's obviously it's perjury well yeah it's a, a, a big big crime well yeah and they there's been calls to say that things that have been said have been disproven yeah, so, I, I mean, I'm, again, I've not watched it enough to, to see everything, but like, I saw some of Johnny's like when he was being, um, you know, questioned and stuff and cross-examined and everything. Like his composure. I'm not saying he's not lying, uh, or he is lying. I don't know, but like, there are moments where Amber Heard's saying stuff, and you feel like she's scrambling to sort of make yeah, the story um, fit, and it doesn't. Some, I'm not saying that is the case, but that's what it seems like from my point of view. From like, what I've seen, a few bits that, again, my point of view, from what I've seen. Johnny's legal team has done a good job of, especially when they were getting testimony from Amber Heard herself, were getting um, like getting her to slip up in bits of the story. Yeah. So like she would she would say something. A, a classic thing was the the makeup that. Um, was said that was used to cover up the injuries and then the manufacturer of the makeup come out and said they didn't even release the um, stuff until a year I think it was after the um, it after it, it all happened I mean is that a case of um, she's just misremembering or something she I don't know yeah, I put, we, I, but the reason I brought it up anyway was that uh, apparently Johnny Depp was over here with his band a couple of days later. Yeah, um, he he's over here at the moment. Apparently, it was pre 
planned work commitments. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what his band's even called. I think it wasn't even aware. I, I think I found out a couple of, about a year or so ago, maybe two years ago, that he actually had a band, but I've never heard anything by them or what they're called, or I don't, wouldn't have a clue. I don't know much myself, but yeah, I suppose what, the thing is, what else can you do? It's like, <laughs> you do you sit there and just like not leave the house waiting for an answer or no do you continue you, with your life? I feel like because of obviously there, well, we're talking about it now, but like you know, to say that we're press, we're, you know, we not really, but like if you go out, you're doomed. If you don't go out, oh, he's avoiding. So no matter yeah. what you do, there will be a spin on it, won't there? I was just looking at the band actually. Hollywood Vampires is what they're called. Oh, okay. Uh, they're actually formed in 2015. Uh, by Alice Cooper. <laughs> I was not aware of that. Oh, hang on a minute. So is it Alice Cooper, Johnny Depp, and Joe Perry performing cover of songs on a the music of rock rock stars who died from ex, excess in nineteen seventies? Wow, that kind of says a lot, I suppose. <laughs> wow, members. Yeah, Alice Cooper, Johnny Depp, Joe Perry, and uh, Tommy. I'm not even going to pronounce his Hurricane Stent. I don't even know how to pronounce that. They um, well, it actually says years active twenty twelve years. So I don't really know. It says formed in 2015, but it also says years active, 2012 to present. So Maybe it was a different name or something. Maybe, yeah. Maybe they swapped their names over. Um, all right, cool. I'm pretty sure we'll um, move into a bit more next week. We'll have a verdict by the time we come well, back next week. Hopefully, we have a, we have a decision either way. Um, at the end of the day, just to re-emphasize, like, like we said, n- only two people know what, what happened. actually yeah. happened. So... Said the All cases... the jury can do is make a decision based on the evidence they've seen and what opinion they draw from yeah. it. It must be a hard um, job in in yeah a, a jury like especially because like you said there's either way I think I think they're both as bad as one another based on what I've heard and seen and but again I'm not in the, I've not been in the room with them I don't know what they're like I don't know what happens when drinks are flowing and all this other stuff I feel like. But based on what I have seen, like Amber Heard pretending to write stuff down in the courtroom, mate. Have you seen that? Where yeah, she's in some, I don't uh, understand uh, that. Well, I don't understand this. Now, whether it's just because she's nervous, maybe. You know, maybe we're reading it too much the other way. Like, oh, yeah, she's just pretending. Or is she nervous and she just feels like she has to do something with her hands while all this is going on? I don't know. <laughs> and none of us will know, like you said, I apart from the, those two. The, the key to it is, no matter who you are, what you are as in male female any of the sexes then there's it domestic abuse is just a no <clears throat> it's a, it's wrong yeah. yeah yeah you're right 100 percent um yeah so yeah we'll probably talk a little bit more about it because this like i said you know the show you know is very much um if you see on Twitter, you know, uh, we talk about live current events and just our own personal experiences. And obviously this week at the moment, that's in the news. Talking about personal experiences, let's move away from that. <laughs> we spent probably a bit too long on that, but there we go. Um, right. Over the last couple of days, I've been searching stuff and um, I put some tweets out and stuff like that for the show as well. Yeah. Um, now, I need to change it, but I use... So we're going into PC talk now, people. So I apologize for those who don't like PCs or or not computer. But I'm sure most of you have used the internet browser. Is it Microsoft Edge? I think that's what it's called. Oh, is it? Oh, is it Edge the new one? I, I think the Edge. Yeah, because it used to be Internet Explorer, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. And it's Microsoft Edge. Uh, yeah, yeah. Microsoft Edge. Um, now, I load it up to search something. And of course, the, the default is Bing. Yeah. I search for something, and I'm like, "What the hell's going on?" And then I go, for goodness sake, I can't find what I'm looking for. So I go to Google, search for it, and I find it within the first three. Um, and I've typed in exactly the same thing, by the way. So in yeah. this case, I, we're going to talk about the Delor- new DeLorean in a moment. But I was searching for stuff on the DeLorean. So I wanted to know how much it was and stuff yeah. like that. Um, so I searched DeLorean, and the bloody news feeds they give me were absolutely awful. Now, I type it into Google, and I find the one I was looking for from IGN. Straight away. Now, I could have gone to IGN, but I just wanted to find the actual specific story, obviously. Yeah. But how can two search engines be so... I don't know whether you used Microsoft Edge or Bing, sorry. or But <sighs> how it actually seems to search for things is totally different to what Google does. And I, I actually use, find Google better. You know? I use Edge um, just because I find Google Chrome to be a 
computer resource hog. Oh, okay. So you've gone for a, a different reason then. Yeah. Uh, okay, fair enough. I use Google as the default search engine. But not the Google Chrome actual But not Chrome itself. Yeah, so I still... Oh, I'm sorry, I, yeah, because from what my use... From my experience with Chrome, it's... It, 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 the, it, it's good, but it's... Oh, use of a better word, power hungry. Not meaning that in the sense of power, but in the sense of resources. <laughs> not, on po- not, po- not Putin power, then, is what you're No. <laughs> yeah, it, that's, that's my experience with it. Um, I've also been known to use Firefox. Oh, okay. Uh, that's not too bad. I, I don't mind Edge, um, as I said, but yeah, no, being... Don't, uh, the actual search def- engine is awful, like, which, is hard, yeah. which is weird to say, but... Maybe I have to do a video on this at some point, but uh, I've only noticed it really in the last week because I've been using the computer more um, to search either like so stuff for the show or Twitch or you know whatever we're doing. Um, and I'm like, how can you give me such different search results? You know, so obviously the SEO or whatever obviously is the directory on both. If you think of the search engines as old school for old school people like phone books <laughs> yeah for some reason you search say you search for uh, so in this case the DeLorean in the in the one book it might be at the front and the other book it might be near the back do you know what I mean that's basically what it is and it, it doesn't make any sense maybe I'm so used to Google now mate I think that's probably all it is Ooh, um, the problem is is you didn't ask Jeeves well ask Jeeves doesn't exist anymore does it to be fair what? does it not exist anymore I don't think it exists anymore <sighs> Really? Remember when I asked Jeeves? I'll check now. Hang on. I'm gonna... I had, in fairness, I hadn't looked at it for a long time. Remember, Ask Jeeves was a thing for a while. Askjeeves.net. Oh, no, no, it does exist still. Well, the looks of it. Let's have a look. Really? Uh, Ask Jeeves a question. And what about Yahoo, mate? <laughs> Remember Yahoo back in the Yahoo. day as well? Jeez. Wow. MSN? Okay. MSN, well, yeah. <laughs> ASL, remember what that sounds for on MSN? ASL? Yeah. Uh, so no, I can't remember. A slash S slash L, you used to put when you're talking to some randomer. No, I don't. Do you not know that? <laughs> I'm a no. bit older than you, in fairness. <laughs> uh, age, sex, and location, which is really random. <laughs> that even became a thing. Imagine doing yeah, that that's on a bit. Uh, a bit strange. You, you wouldn't be sending that out these days. Well, you might do it on Tinder, mate. I don't know. <laughs> and that information already in the profile. Well, I would that. assume so. Uh, I would assume so. Um, best thing to do on Tinder, mate. Don't lie. Yeah. If you're after what you're after, you're at, you know, <laughs> just put what you're after, and that's it. And then you're bound to be somebody out there that wants the same thing as you. Uh, whether that's just you know, and that's a different story, um, right? <laughs> Going a bit Which, off topic. It is a little bit today, yeah. This podcast already. Um, uh, before we get into the other two things, I want to chat about. Um, as I've already mentioned, uh, Delorean is set to make a uh, a comeback, mate. Um, I don't know if you had a chance to look at the photos of the car and everything. Obviously, now we're talking about car. I know you know we're, every now and again we're going to talk about a car, but Delorean is up there, I think, with. And not in a sense of performance, probably, or it's a desirable car for speed, or like a Ferrari is, or an Aston Martin because of James Bond, you know. But if you're a Back to the Future fan, DeLorean's up there, I think. It's a classic sort of um, movie car, isn't it, is the best way to say it. It is, but it was also not a very good one, was it? Well, no, I'm not disputing that by any stretch, but what I mean, it's almost like the equivalent of wanting the Ecto-1 from Ghostbusters. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, or maybe Knight Rider. <laughs> you know, Kit from uh, Knight Rider, sorry. Or maybe the helicopter from Airwolf, I don't know. But, um, yeah, it's, I, f- I feel it's one of those types of vehicles. Now, I've shown, sent you the pictures of it. What are your first impressions of this? And, bear, bear, by the way, uh, fully electric, this car's going to be as well. That's a positive, I suppose. First impressions. I don't know about the doors. Well, that's classic doors, mate. That's you got to have them over the top. I know the gullwing doors that I don't. <laughs> <laughs> All I can see there, looking at that picture, I'm looking at the picture now, is like if you're in like a multi-story. Trying to, yeah, parking that you're gonna have to. Yeah, I know what you mean. Trying to get out. 
Yeah, and like those look like heavy doors. It looks like that's a double door, so they're heavy. Yeah. And like if they stop working or saying, you're screwed. <laughs> I assume they're electric. I could be wrong. I assume they would be electric. Uh, well, I don't actually know whether... I didn't check, actually, whether they open up electro- electronically or whether you... I would have thought they might be um, like having a boot, you know, over here or a trunk over here where you open the open it and it has those hydraulic sort of um, arms yeah, on. Yeah, the seat. But to me, that would be a bit low-tech to put in... What well, they're obviously yeah, portraying as a won't be drawing any energy though, will it? So you know, no, no, I suppose not. Um, well, apparently, according to the uh, the the uh, the sort of the crib sheet, um, is if the battery is targeting a hundred kWh battery pack. Yeah, um, that should provide north of three hundred miles of range, which is pretty good, to be fair, because electric cars were the first problem we had with electric cars. Uh, were fully electric cars, was the range on them, wasn't it? Trying to get them to go any decent distance without charging. Now, if you remember back in about, what, 2011, 2012, when they first started coming out, there wasn't a lot of charging points. Is uh, it supercharger compatible? Uh, you know? I, you know, I haven't seen that. I'm going to have to do a bit more. I just wanted to look at the overall for now. We might talk about this again next week with a bit more detail. But um, here's what I can tell you. Um, it will accelerate from 0 to 60 miles per hour. Yeah? Yeah. 2.99 seconds, so just under three seconds. The top speed is projected at 155 miles an hour. The pricing in dollars is $175,000, which I think is about just shy of £140,000. Okay. And um, what is a... Let's have a look. On the outside, mate, while you're looking at that, like I think, especially the... I think it looks bloody amazing. I think the styling's really good, right? The wheels look cool. Uh, the one color they've got for this sort of like this uh, this sort of like uh, red um, uh, sort of rouge color is really nice. Um, the only, what I don't like about it, in the picture that I am seeing, really, the interior looks bloody awful. Now you've got the console in the middle, which so I'm assuming for sat nav, etc., and all that kind of stuff. That's quite cool, but the rest of it is very plain looking to me. Um, yeah, the car, but the car on the outside looks, I think, looks bloody superb. Weirdly, and I'm not really a big fan of those sort of vents at the back they have, like you have on a um, Lamborghini, because I feel like how are you going to see out that back window? Yeah, but this looks really cool, man. But I mean, even the red lights for the DeLorean and stuff and everything. But the interior, for me, needs work. It could look so much cooler inside. To be honest, um, the Alpha Five Launch Edition looks really good which is that red sort of orangey sort of colour I was on about. It looks yeah. really cool. Um, but yeah, um, well, it, it, I, thought, I thought it looked really cool, man. But yeah, I mean, £140,000, to be honest, mate, if I had that money, I wouldn't be buying that car. I would be buying a house. <laughs> but, you know. Um, okay, I'm, so on. I've just gone on to have a look at the cost of a Tesla. Go on. So <clears throat> Tesla Model X. Yeah. Um, I've just customised it. Right, adding all the expensive features. Okay, go on. Including adding the like six, nearly seven grand. Yeah. Um, seven grand autopilot thing. And sorry, not the Model X, the Model Y. Yeah. Um, the I'll tell you what the range is. <laughs> Two seconds. Oh, I'm not going to edit this house. I can't. I can't be bothered. Um, I was yeah. just looking at this on here for context. The full size Tesla Model S sedan is in the latest incarnation. Uses a battery pack of the roughly the same size, 99 kilowatts, and carries the 5,500 pound okay. sedan up to 105 miles. I've, so, the Tesla Model Three, 340 mile range. What was the mod, What was the range on the DeLorean? Uh, the one model was, I think it was, did I say 300 miles? Let me look, two seconds. I've gone off a different page. I was looking at something else. Uh, where has it gone? What did I say it was? Somebody t- <laughs> I can't remember where it was. I think it was like 300. I think it? I said 300 miles, didn't I? Yeah, 300 yeah. miles Yeah, three hundred miles of range. Yeah, so 340 with the Tesla, 162 mile an hour top speed. 
Yeah. Zero to sixty in three point one seconds. Okay, how much is it though? Um, I've added a two thousand pound paint job. Bloody hell. Um, I've added the full South Drive. That's okay. an extra seven k. Right. Total cost um, sixty nine thousand. Living now. So half price. Yeah, yeah. I'm just looking at the Tesla Model S sedan as I was saying. It has a slightly smaller battery, um, but it can do up to... Well, it says the sedan can do to 405 miles on a single charge. Uh, yeah. So, actually, maybe maybe they're, I think the DeLorean, they're aiming for more of a sportier edge to it. Because if you look yeah. at... Obviously, you've seen the pictures of it now. Um, compared to the original, it looks a hell of a lot more sporty, doesn't it? So Yeah. So you can get one to. So what was the what was the Tesla you were looking at? Uh, the Model Three. Model Three, and you get it a lot cheaper then, okay. But half price. And the range was longer. Yeah, and it was. I think it was quicker on the top speed, but it was half a second slower to sixty. Well, so the Delorean and it would, had the full auto drive. Ah, so the Delorean would pull off quicker, but. But in theory, the Tesla. Yeah, the Tesla. If you had a long enough drag race, the Tesla's going to beat it. Wow. At least based yeah. on the figures we got at the moment, that's. Uh, I might have to keep an eye on that. Maybe uh, <laughs> some of these electric cars. Oh, Sadly, uh, the the problem is, a hundred and forty grand for a car you'd buy out of nostalgia, or so. As sort of yeah, thing, yeah, seems a lot. Of course, yeah. Obviously, you've got that money. Fair play to you. Um, I think yeah. it'll be popular for a little bit when it comes out, but yeah. Um, if you're going to look at it for more of a date, it's more of a fun car. Like you just might drive it down to the coast or go to the beach in it or something or cruise around in it. You wouldn't necessarily use it on a day-to-day basis, would you? Whereas by the sounds of it, the Tesla is not only faster <laughs> in a straight line, but also can last a lot longer and probably is a bit more practical than a DeLorean. Plus, you've got the Tesla fast charging points. Yeah, you? yeah. I can't say anything about anything fast charging. I would assume you you would do that if you're going to make an electric car part of the the uh process is wanting to uh be able to you know top it back up as quickly as possible i yeah. had a, i had a remote control car when i was a kid made that four by four thing that used to flip over oh yeah yeah bloody I rapid four hours charge for 20 minutes mate it was ridiculous um to... <laughs> great 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 little great bit of fun in the car part though <laughs> used to flip over and stuff as quality um right then uh nothing the show's ticking along here uh, we have actually got to, we actually put some, well, I put some tweets out on the Nothing to Show, at Nothing to Show on Twitter. Uh, feel free to give us a follow and uh, jump in with us and have a conversation. We might do a, Jack doesn't know this yet, we might do some live show maybe every now and again on a Sunday when we can. What do you reckon about that? Yeah. Yeah? So we might be live on a Sunday at some point. We'll uh, we'll get a few more episodes out first before we do that. But anyway, uh, so this week, uh, I say this week, obviously actually, by the time you listen to this, the third episode will be out. So as we were recording so last week for us, as Jack said, it's Wednesday for us. Um, Obi-Wan started, but they released two episodes, mate. And for the first time in bloody ever, I'm actually caught up with you at the same time. So you, You're caught up, are you? I, mate, I've watched both episodes. Um, obviously, the new episode, I think, I'm assuming it comes out Fridays. Um, so I take it you've not watched the third episode that came out this morning? What, they're not coming out on Friday? No, Wednesday. Oh, okay. So I'm not. So I've watched the first two episodes. Then I thought they came out Fridays, mate. That's when they. That's when it was released, wasn't it? Uh, no. Come on, Wednesday. Oh, okay. I'm caught up now. Apart from, so in that case, I need to watch episode three then. So yeah. anyway, that ruins my plan a little bit. But there we go. So uh, obviously, no spoilers, which I put on Twitter. Um, but uh, what are you thinking so far, mate, of the series? I'm. I really enjoyed the first two episodes. Um, the intro the like the recap i was going to mention the recap the uh for the, the, from... in the first series the real good idea i love that because if you've not seen the other films um there's a lot of stigma on the the first three films now isn't there compared to the originals but um yeah i thought that was brilliant because you get to see a glimpse of obi-wan's adventures up to this point and i thought i figured when this episode started it's probably been about 10 years because based on the the age of what the little boy, which is obviously Luke um, on the farm. I said roughly about 10 years. Um, so, uh, yeah, having that recap, mate, like you said, was was brilliant. Yeah. 
the the third episode really good yeah so it's it's not uh, it's not declined yet then <laughs> it's only six no. episodes isn't it this yeah, season yeah i'd say it's got better what do you think or would we depending on how this does and i think to be honest i obviously i've not seen any numbers or anything like that um but i would i'm assuming this has done quite well because now i, I spoke to you about this briefly but um we're not going to spoil the show by by the way, everybody. So if you've not seen it yet, if you're a Star Wars fan, even an average fan, I would say give it a go because it's bloody good um, on Disney Plus. Um, uh, I'm, well, first three episodes are out now as we speak. <laughs> I thought it was only two, um, but what I I can't what I'm saying. What was I saying? Uh, the there's just I've enjoyed it so far, man. Um, but what I was going to say was like the Mandalorian has done really well, hasn't it? I've not yeah. seen it. I, I well, I say that. I watched the first episode and I was like, okay. I was underwhelmed by it. Maybe because everybody else has told me it's really good. But I, I mean, I know who Boba Fett is and all that in the Bounty Hunter and from the original films and stuff. But and how that story progresses, and I liked a little bit of that little nod towards it in the first episode. I think it was as well. Um, I'll leave it at that. But um, well, um, oh. Hugh McGregor. Uh, posted I think on Instagram earlier saying that Obi-Wan Kenobi is the most watched Disney Plus original series globally there you go then oh, well, this was it's outdone even the Marvel mm. series oh wow okay this is what I mean what I was going to say was that although Mandalorian might be really good I just haven't watched it yet not properly I, I didn't have anything in there in that first episode to make me go back really yeah. maybe Yoda's cute I get it but you know that's about it for me at the moment, and I mean there's probably more to it than that's to, to it in that series than I know. But I've already got obviously I've seen the original films when I was a kid, and when, as we were getting into our teens, the films were coming out episode one, two, and three, weren't they? Started to, yeah. so I'm more attached to the Obi Wan character, aka Ewan McGregor's character. So I want to yeah. see, and I liked him. Some people don't like him as Ewan McGregor, uh, Obi Wan. Sorry, which I don't really understand. Um, I like. No, I think he was good. Like, well, yeah, obviously it's everybody's subjective. Um, uh, we have got a comment actually on Twitter. Um, well, one of the one of the negative ones, uh, Millwall Chris one at Millwall Chris one. Christian says, um, so I put obviously out the question. Uh, no spoilers, but what do you think of Obi Wan so far? Uh, he's put never watched it, never will watch it. Star Wars. Uh, I guess he's saying Star Wars films are all crap is what he's put on there. And then I commented back saying, wait, you've never seen any Star Wars? And he goes, I've seen the the best three, the originals in brackets. Can't be asked with the prequels. Ty- tried to watch them, but they just don't hold my interest. And um, I commented back saying, the original three are brilliant. I think the best uh, film, you know, in terms of films, I think the best one to come out in the last slot of films isn't even a main film for me. Uh, Rogue One, for me, was the best one to come out. Now, um... I quite enjoyed Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker. I thought those two were good films as well. I don't dislike, um, you know, the uh, the first one. What's the first one called with Ray? Um, Is it? Uh, oh, I can't hell. remember. I That's I wasn't a fan of the this last trilogy, if I'm honest. Because it's Rise of Skywalker, isn't it? Last Jedi. Oh, Force Awakens. There we go. That's it, yeah. Um, so, yeah, but I I mean, what do you think? I, I really enjoyed Rogue One, mate, to be fair. Han, the solo film, didn't deliver. Um, not really. There was a f- few nostalgia moments in there, like, you know, Han shooting first and stuff like that. And um, the, him meeting Chewie was quite cool. But other than that, I wasn't overly impressed with uh, Solo, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I... They probably should have ended after the prequels. You think? Yeah, I apparently think so. there's more coming, mate. Uh, I read the other day that. Uh, Don't say that. No, I, no. Honestly, director of um, uh, Korg. You know Korg in uh, th- uh, Thor. Yeah. Oh, uh, the uh, director. Is it to to K? Similar. To I, Kai? Yeah. Um, he he, uh, great director. He's absolutely hilarious as Korg in. Uh, well, apparently he's tipped to be directing the next Star Wars films. Apparently. That was a rumour flying around on the net the other day. I thought whether that's true, I don't know. We'll have to look into that for next week. But by the sounds of it, mate, there's more coming. Which I didn't think that was happening. 
I mean, obviously, um, there's a big there's a big universe there that you could fill, but in terms of the Skywalker stuff, we've definitely it reached can't into that now. Be Skywalker. No, no, I know that. It, I'm just saying, there's a lot more about. Got to have, yeah, it's got to be a whole new um, story. It can't be based off because they've they've done that now. They've ended it. They, there's nothing more to tell in that story. I don't think so. I, even if there was, I'm not, you know, I think, like, the new films, like Force Awakens, you know, uh, I did like Last Jedi. I think Last Jedi, out of those three films, Force Awakens, Last Jedi, and Rise of Skywalker, I think Last Jedi was the best one of those three. And, you know, that ain't saying much, to be fair. But, um, but yeah, um, what else we got here? Dan Griffin, uh, at DanGriffin21 on Twitter. Uh, he put really enjoy it. So we're we'll talking we'll talk about Obi Wan now, mate. Uh, really enjoying it. Uh, it's glorious to see you and McGregor back in the Obi Wan role. The Inquisitors are great villains, and Obi Wan's sidekick is brilliant. Smart ass, aka Le- Leia. Uh, yeah. Young Leia is brilliant. Um, Spoiler alert. Well, you know, I don't. You already see a young Luke in the in the in the trailer, mate. So. You know, I won't say any more than that, but um, it is cool to see this young actress sort of reprising this role, but as a young, younger version. <laughs> and yeah. you know what? She's at first I wasn't sure, but actually she's been pretty good in the way you uh, and McGregor and her bounce off each other in the scenes are really good. Um, and I'm smiling at it and enjoying it. So I'm going to have to go and watch episode three once we finish this podcast, mate. So well, I wasn't wasn't where it was on until I thought it was Friday's. Look, so I have a little spoiler, but I want to make this comment. Of the third episode, so anyone that doesn't want to hear it, well, I don't want to hear it. Just ignore, like, stop uh, this thing for the next thirty seconds. I don't want to hear it. I'm watching. Yeah, it's not a big spoiler. I just, I, I would like to say this bit. Um, I did at one point in the episode when you hear James Earl Jones come back. Dude, no, right, no, no. Then that was that was cool. Dude, what are you doing? I did say spoiler alert. Yeah, but now you freaking ruined it. I, w- I would have been like buzzing at when I was seeing that, mate. No, you're not, no longer allowed to talk about this show on this freaking podcast at all. I know it's not the biggest spoiler in the world, but man, hearing that voice would have been freaking awesome. God, well, I can't believe you just bloody said that. I apologize. Yeah, you don't like this. Cyber Bruce Willis was a ghost. No, yeah, well, get over it. <laughs> I figured that out within the first four seconds. Uh, no, I didn't. Um, my mum came back from the cinema and literally told me <laughs> back in 99, <laughs> like the whole time. I was like, really? I mean, I, might, I didn't know if I was ever going to watch it, but that's not the point. <laughs> Obi-Wan's good, though, so far. Yeah, I'm enjoying definitely. it. Um, hopefully, by the time anybody listens to this on the Sunday, mate, uh, they would have already seen it. But thank you for ruining that little segment for me. You, I, I do try. You do. You freaking, you tried to ruin... You went to America specifically, then message back over here to try and ruin it for uh, one of our mates. I remember oh, rightly. Game of Thrones, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, in fairness, that was revenge for him ruining something for me. What did he ruin for you? He, I can't remember what it was, but he ruined it. So, uh, uh, he was big on Game of Thrones, and it happened to be that I was in America when the because I didn't watch Game of Thrones, and it was happened to be that the. Um, the final series was there in America, in America when I was there, so yeah. I deliberately watched it live over <laughs> there, so I could message him back with what Mate, happened. That's quite vindictive, to be honest. I think I've learned something today about you, <laughs> and I've known you for thirteen years. Uh, <laughs> what does it they say? Revenge is a dish best served cold. <laughs> so I bided my time. You bloody did. For it. You bloody did. You can't. And the, the irony of it for me, mate, is you can't even remember what he spoiled for you. So it must I know. Have, but you, all you know is that he spoiled something for you. And that spoiled was it. Something for me, and that was it. <laughs> mate, don't pee off Jack. Is what we've learned today on the podcast. Okay. um... Last segment today. Uh, thank you very much for listening so far. Much appreciated. Um, to the ramblings of two uh, sci-fi nerdy gamer people. I don't know. <laughs> we, had a, we had a car on there. We had, we, we've actually done quite a bit of stuff today on this episode, mate, to be fair. Yeah, it's been a few different things. Yeah, I'm surprised by that. But then that's the whole point of it, really. Um, I put out... Uh, to be honest, mate, I wasn't expecting any uh, replies. So I put out, what is your favourite video game ever? Now, that's a big statement. Um what I meant to put, by the way, was what is your favourite video games? You know, you know, name some of your favourite video games, what I should have put. 
Well, I wrote it wrong. I wrote it quickly, and the uh, for some reason my phone took the S off the game, for whatever reason. So there we go. Um, I know one of your favourites, Jack, is Red Dead Redemption Two. We've actually spoke about yeah. it before. Um, still one of your favourites. It is, yeah, definitely. Any more classics that you can think of off the top of your head before we get into the? I've got a few here from Dan Griffin. So any more you can think of that are some of your favourites <sighs> from your childhood or? Um. To be honest, there's no not many like standout specific games. I've I'm a big fan of the Mass Effect series. Yeah. Um I literally only completed Andromeda like two days ago. Mate, you only started that a week ago. I know. Um so yeah, I completed that. Um I'm also a big fan of the Assassin's Creed. Yeah, franchise. I've played all of those. I, I, like, uh, I like the original on that one. Um, I, I felt they got a bit samey after a while. Now, having said that, Valhalla. Valhalla was a different, uh, yeah, a, a different it was, take. It, it was a good um, game, and obviously there is a new one coming. Um, so that'd be good. Um, and again, I, I'm also a fan of the GTA franchise, but it'll be a probably ten or twelve years before we see the next game. The way Rockstar's going. <laughs> well, they, they have. They seem to have a good ten-year gap, eight-year to ten-year gap. That they between games. Well, it's um, ten years next year. Since yeah, GTA I would hope. So. I would hope they would, because we spe- we speculated that they would probably announce something. Because uh, we, we've got an Xbox event coming up soon, haven't we? Yeah, actually, I meant to say to you as well. There is the PlayStation reveal event tomorrow. Oh, okay, we'll have to. Um, so I'm hoping for some God of War news. Oh, mate, we'll have to jump on the Twitch if you want to come over to Twitch yeah. at some point and we'll uh, have a chat about some stuff and some footage and we'll have a look, mate. That'll be good. And cause... then next week, we uh, not next week, the week after, I think it is, we've got the obviously the Xbox and Bethesda event. That should be good. Apparently, there's going to be some updates on... Um, oh, what's it called? It's, oh, what's the game? Starcraft, is it? Starcraft, that's it. Uh, because it's been delayed, hasn't it? It's been put back. Oh, was it? I didn't know that. Yeah, it was due out in November or December, I believe, and it's now pushed back to the middle of next year. Is it? Hang on a minute. Is it StarCraft? Look at what it's called now. It is StarCraft, isn't it? Is it? I thought so. <laughs> There's a Bethesda game anyway. Oh, God. I can't remember if it was StarCraft or not. Yeah, it's StarCraft. I know, because there was an original game called StarCraft. Oh, not StarCraft. I was going to say. What is it called? Um, I did see a uh, thing of um, possibly a new Fallout game, but set in London. Starfield. Starfield, there you go. When you said StarCraft, I was like, is that right? I couldn't remember. (laughs) But obviously it wasn't. There you go, anyway. Um, that looks cool though. That does, but I think that's only going to be single player, isn't it? Um, yeah, campaign. But that looks, mate. If they could get that type of game into a multiplayer um, vibe, that'd be freaking awesome. To be fair, um, I got some classic games. Obviously, um, my one of my favourites of all time, I think, is still Sonic the Hedgehog, but the Master System version that was uh, built into the console on most consoles. Some people had like Alex the Kid. We, yeah. we, I, I had the one with Sonic in it. Um, and it was a totally different game to the Mega Drive game. I would say it's more of a platformer, like you, like the Mega Drive version. You have the speed of it and the spinning round and stuff. The um, the Sega Master System version doesn't really have that, but I love yeah. the game. The music in the game to this day, the the music in the Jungle Zone is still some of my favourite uh, video game music um, um, of all time, mate. To be honest with you, um, um, and then stuff like Goldeneye, Metal Gear Solid. Mario Kart on the N64. You must have played Mario Kart, mate, on the N64. Yep, yeah, I did. I'd love that to come out on the Xbox, mate, Mario Kart, and have like 64 players <laughs> playing <laughs> Mario Kart. Can you imagine the carnage? It'd be amazing. Um, and there was stuff like Smash Bros as well. Um, but Metal Gear Solid, to me, was one of those games where the story, it was probably one of the first games where I got really into the story. Yeah. And it had a really good narrative of it. Uh, gameplay looking back at it now I don't know whether it would play as good as it did back then um, but they're also having said that you can't really recreate it either um, yeah. but uh, 
Dan Griffin. Well, actually, no, not Dan Griffin. Sorry, uh, Scottish Gigolo, uh, Scottish Danny at Scottish Gigolo on Twitter. Um, he put without a doubt GTA Vice City is his favorite game ever. Used to spend hours a day on this music booming in the background, cruising around on dirt bike, not a care in the world. Um, I love the music in this game personally. Um, were you more of a San Andreas person or a Vice City person? I played Vice City. Yeah. Um, but San Andreas was more like the the main one for me. I think like I when I was playing it, I San Andreas was the first game because obviously I'm a few years younger than you. I would have been a few still a bit young when it come out so yeah, i didn't have vice city as when it come out yeah i mean so I... san andreas was like the the first one i got as soon as it come out sort of thing yeah, i mean i played the uh, gta game that came out when it was a top down like looking thing like because another, another one of my favorite games is the original gta games but yeah. also like there's a game called micro machines which i'm sure everybody's familiar with the the little cars but you race around the track on that. But uh, yeah, GTA, um, I'm, I'm sure many people who are fans of GTA know this. The original GTA game had Liberty City, Vice City, and San Andreas on that, and it was three different maps. But obviously you're talking sort of face, top-down, looking at yeah, cartoony stuff. But at the time, it was pretty pretty cool just to go around and do whatever you wanted, really. Um, so, But when the first Liberty City came out, the first GTA 3D game, like, you know, third person... Um, at the time, <clears throat> excuse me, it was it was brilliant. Although looking back at it, playing it um, on the original, like I played it on PS2, yeah, and you felt like you were Jim Carrey in the Truman Show because when you walk around a corner, there might not be anybody there, and all of a sudden they'd load all these characters would load in a bit yeah. further down. So you always felt like the city wasn't really alive; it was just kind of there when you needed it to be there. There were occasions where there'd be nobody on the street at all. <laughs> um, Vice City changed that a little bit. San Andreas definitely changed that. And then obviously after that, um, what was it? GTA uh, GTA 4. 4, and then um, obviously 5. And then 5. was the pinnacle. 5, I think, is probably the best they have put out in terms of story and gameplay. And I, that's why it still holds up to yeah. this day. But Vice City for me is definitely up there for Grand Theft Auto games. The music. I discovered so much music, mate, from that game that was before my time. Yeah. <laughs> that I now like. Um, and then the stations like Flash FM, um, Fever 105, and the V-Rock channel uh, on there. So much music on there. Also, you had like the in-game band as well that were from England who yeah. made an appearance on the actual V-Rock station as well. Um, Rockstar, very clever, just intertwining these things. And I'll, something I didn't realize till many years later, Danny Dyer was uh, yeah. Kent Paul, <laughs> which is still one of my favorite scenes in that game. Where he's mouthing off, and then Tommy Vassetti, because Tommy Vassetti was the first character you had in a GTA game that you played as who spoke, because your yeah. original character didn't speak. Look, so um, very, very cool, man. Um, just to, I'm, hopefully, some of these games are perking your interest in some other games that you might think of the top red. I mean, Tomb Raider was a great game back in the day. Yeah. Um, Broken Sword, you ever played those? Uh, no, I didn't play those. Oh, fairness. dude, they're, they're point and click adventures, but. They're about the Templars. Again, story-based game. Um, it's when I realized that it was more about like the actual story rather than the, um, you know, like than blowing things up like in Asteroids yeah. or some shit. Um, uh, or, or just first-person shooter games at the time. Um, but gameplay's got better, obviously, with consoles and stuff. Red Dead Redemption 2, mate, I think is, again, it's a rock star game, but it's a bloody good game. To be Definitely. fair, um, I would say the ones that I like out of those, what more recent? I say recent, mate. They're not really recent anymore, are they? But two thousand was it eighteen? The yeah, last, yeah. Uh, I think so. One? Yeah. So GTA Five and Red Dead Redemption Two, are probably some of the best they've done. Um, there was a game called Gun on the yeah, I played Gun. Great game at the time. Um, then I played, and I think that's why Red Dead probably passed me by initially, the first one. Because I played Gun, and if you play Gun, it, the similar, yeah. Although Red Dead is more that obviously uh, Rockstar style, um, but it felt same at the time. Even yeah. though looking back, it really, apart from the gameplay, it really wasn't in terms of the story. But on the face of it, you just think, oh, it's just another gun, but it's called Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> That's what it felt like to me. 
Um, I was wrong, but that's what it felt like at the time. Yeah. Uh, Dan Griffin. Right, he's actually split it into consoles, mate. So this would be this would be be our jogging memory. And I'm going to go in reverse order. So PS4, Spider-Man 2018. Now I know you've played that. Uh, yes, I have. Yeah. What do you think of it? I enjoyed it. Um, I not long finished the uh, Mars Morales one on the PS5. Yeah. I enjoyed that. That was a uh, good game. And the trailer for the new one um, looks really good. That's cool, man. I, I, I've seen the trailer. I do envy not having a PlayStation purely for Spider-Man. Um, yeah. I had a Spider-Man game back in the day on the PS2 when the Tobey yeah. Maguire films were out. That game was really good. The first one was really good um, for the time. Um, brilliant. Uh, PS3, Arkham City. Yeah. Now, I've played Arkham City but on the Xbox. Great game. I don't know if you completed it, but it's a freaking great game. It's a good game. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, Arkham City. What was the third one called? Arkham Knight, isn't it? I believe so. Yeah, I've yes. not completed that one actually. I might have to re-download that and get it again. I do Batman. In terms of DC characters, Batman is probably my favourite in terms of like the Bale films are brilliant, personally, yeah. but that's a different uh, podcast in itself. Uh, PSP, and I can't believe he's played this on PSP. Star Wars Battlefront 2. Now, I played this on the Xbox. I think it was the original Xbox. I played this on the PS2. Oh, there you go then, okay. Um, Xbox 360, now he's mentioned one of you you've mentioned earlier, but Mass Effect 2 he's picked out. Now, yeah, brilliant game. We had a conversation about this the other day, because I'm currently playing through the Legendary Edition, even though I've completed them back in the day. Yeah. many times i always thought mass effect 2 wasn't that good i don't know why in my head when i thought about it i always thought one in terms of order the best or the best for me was mass effect then three then two in terms of the game or whatever as yeah. i'm playing through the legendary edition and i'm still not even i'm not completed it yet um i'm really enjoying mass effect 2 more than i actually uh liked one in That's terms... the exact same with me and Andromeda. I played it when it first came out and never got never got past the first mission because I didn't enjoy it. And then this time I've come back to it, started it again from the beginning and played all the way through to the end and really enjoyed, enjoyed it. it. Do you reckon it was too close to the last game in a sense of it wasn't that long ago that we completed three? And that was a big story, wasn't it, through one, two, three? Yeah, Building I also it. think it's a case of... Your your choices of games change over the years, don't they? Like, yeah, there's yeah. loads of games I've gone back and completed now yeah. that I'd given up on years ago. Yeah, and I get more into the games now. Do you reckon it's your attention spans better now than it was maybe when we were younger? Yeah, I also think it's. I've got more time now for a good story-driven single player. Makes sense, yeah. Whereas back then, it was... So, like, obviously, we both work, our friends work. It's not very often. How hard is it to schedule a time for me and you to sit down and record this? Well, just to do this, and then, like, me you know, me and Nick do the end, you know, the wrestling stuff. It's, we can only really guarantee, because of the hours of where he's working... That on a Sunday he can be free for the pay per views, so I know what you mean. Yeah. Trying to so schedule it's, it's this, it's like is... trying to navigate around where everyone's on is much more difficult now. <clears throat> so I think that it's shifted from previously when we was playing multiplayer games a lot more to a good story driven yeah. single player, especially since like now COVID's it's not gone, but it's sort of leveling out a bit. People hasn't got the free time that we had during lockdowns and stuff like that. Of course, yeah. We were doing a lot more stuff on Twitch, weren't we, as well, thinking yeah. about it. So, yeah, no, it makes sense. So, um, it's definitely... I, I've definitely got a lot more time now for a good... Don't get me wrong, I still enjoy playing multiplayer. Um, but a good story-driven campaign you can play by yourself... Of course, yeah. So if you've got half hour spare or an hour spare, you can just go, boom, I'll play a bit of this. So yeah, it makes sense. I mean, at the time also, I'm just thinking now, thinking back, I think this was roughly around the time that the first Modern Warfare game came out as well. Yeah. And that was a bloody good game. Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare at the time was, I mean, I played the remaster a couple of years ago uh, when it came out with ourselves. 
the annoying thing about that was we had to buy that stupid Infinity one or whatever the hell it was called to go with it. They should have just sold the remastered as a standalone. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't as good. It was still fun, but it it doesn't bring back the memories of us lot playing till stupid o'clock in the morning. Um, and then, obviously, the back then, party chat wasn't really a thing. So we had to interact with these randomers <laughs> online. Then a certain yeah. time at night, the Americans would start coming on. <laughs> <laughs> and the abuse would just fly between both uh, both parties, really. So yeah, you know, you're never going to recreate the the memories, I suppose. That's it. Uh, so Mass Effect Two. Uh, he also put on here. I don't know whether you whether you've even played on one of these. I did when it first came out. Uh, the Wii and Wii Sports. And I used to love, and I hate golf, but playing on that computer on that thing, swinging it in the front room was brilliant. I thought it was good fun. It was I good crack. Did play the Wii. Yeah. Um, but it it was unfortunately it was a console that never took off did it no no it, it, um much like xbox connect i think it was the last ditch at last ditch effort to kind of keep that couch play going in the home um do you yeah. know what playing that golf game or bowling after with a couple of drinks with a few mates is once you've got a couple of drinks in you mate is hilarious um same with like Guitar Hero and stuff back in the day. It was a good crack, you know, with the two of you yeah. having a few beers. So I, there are days, mate, where I miss couch play. <laughs> there are, but there's also, I understand, like, in terms of certain games, I wouldn't want to play a couch like back in the day, Goldeneye, brilliant game, also one of my favorites. Um, you know, with four of you on one screen, you can see each other, what everybody's doing. And after a while, you yeah. know the levels. <laughs> you know, Don't look at my screen. You can't really not look at your screen. <laughs> so there are benefits to the um you know the internet obviously and distance obviously that helps yeah uh we yeah, are we sports i found good fun in the time uh, i know you're not overly familiar with the franchise ps2 um uh, metal gear solid 3 um yeah uh, it, it was actually a prequel if i remember rightly to the original the game i mentioned earlier um it was a good game um it was one of those times where I played it and I was like, nah. And then I did what you've done with Andromeda. I went back to it and played it and ended up enjoying the story. Still didn't beat the original, uh, the PS1 version, sorry, but it was good. And I'll stick to that for a moment because he's also put the PS1 version, which I mentioned, Metal Gear Solid. Um, yeah. Mega Drive. Uh, I don't know if you ever ever owned a Mega Drive, whether you probably would have, you, your era may have been more PlayStation N64, if I'm right in thinking. I, oh, I had a Sega, yeah. Yeah, uh, Sonic Two, one of his favourites. You can yeah. replay that at the moment, actually, on uh, on Xbox as well. Again, still good fun, but not the same in terms of nostalgia, I suppose. And you're never going to yeah. recreate those days. And now here's a game that I absolutely loved. Had this, had the same uh, thing. I would love to see a reincarnation of this in some strange or in some way or form. Sorry, of maybe like an open world, maybe multiplayer open world, uh, but Pokemon Red on the Game Boy, I'd love to see a an open world see, game, you know? Like a Zelda-esque I had, thing. I had Blue. It's a good game. On the Game Boy. Um, <clears throat> I, then I had Silver. And I think I had Ruby, and that was the last one I played. I only ever had Red. I had a Red game, Pocket Game Boy, brought for me at, at Christmas, and I had the Poke, Red Pokemon... Yeah, sorry. Pokemon Red game. Um, loved it. Great game. Um, I would love, mate. Honestly, I'd love to see a open world one where you can just interact. Because with there was also cry. Pokemon Yellow, wasn't there? Yeah, there was. So you could start off with Pikachu. With Pikachu. So yeah. based on the TV series, wasn't it? So yeah, man. Uh, but he's put overall winner Metal Gear Solid. So I'm guessing the PS1 one. So he's up there with me. Uh, so that's brilliant, man. Any other games that's come to mind while we've been talking about that, Jack? Off the top of your head? Um, not not particularly. Yeah. Um. I, on a slightly separate note, but also continuing, I um, I've ordered a stream deck, a Steam Deck, sorry, not Stream Deck, Steam Deck, um, because I'm going to try a bit of portable gaming myself. Okay. Have you seen anything about the Steam Decks? Yeah, we spoke about it briefly. Um, I just want to mention one last game before we get fully into that is uh, Star Wars Rogue Squadron on the N64. Favorite game, and I was really looking forward to Squadrons when it came out on the Xbox and the PlayStation and stuff, didn't quite deliver the same experience that I was expecting. But again, nostalgia. Yeah, the Steam Deck, um, yeah, we spoke about it briefly, I think. Uh, maybe not on this show, but we have spoke about it. Um, 
They're quite expensive though, aren't they? Not too bad. Uh, base models like three hundred and fifty. You say not three hundred and fifty quid, man. Jesus. Um, but you can use your entire Steam library um, on it, so you're not pre rebuying games. Wait, so can you play um, like COD on there? Can it handle that? So your computer can't handle that at the moment. So that's that game's glitchy <laughs> as hell. Um, yeah, you can. So they're constantly up in the compatibility of games to it. Um, so it tells you in your library what's compatible. And at the minute, my, most of my library is compatible. COD's actually not on Steam at the moment. Oh, is it not? No. Um, if you want Steam on PC, you have to go through the COD website itself. Oh, okay. Like three hundred pound, mate, for a portable um, for a portable console or you know PC or whatever. I find that I don't know. It might be good, but at the moment, and I haven't seen any, I haven't seen enough proof to warrant that. You know, I mean, people say to me about getting an Oculus and stuff, and they say, "Oh, it's only three hundred pound." Yeah, but that's three hundred pound, man. For a game, for a piece of kit that, I mean, you know, are all the games available to play on this or not? A good portion, yeah, a good portion. The only thing that's comparable to the Steam Deck at the moment, I'd say, is the Nintendo Switch. Um, other than the fact it's got a lot less games to choose from, what's the cost of a Switch? About 250 quid, I think. 250, 300 around there. Yeah. So... It ain't much more than a switch, but what I'll do is when the, at the moment it's um, it's on back order. Yeah, because there's the bit there's not in stock. Um, but what I'll do is when it comes through, we'll do a unboxing and review of it if you want. Yeah, yeah, do it, man, do it. Um, starting at three hundred forty nine pounds. That is mental, mate. Um. I mean, I'm watching a video at the moment and somebody's playing Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah. I mean, if they haven't imposed that on there, that looks pretty good. I'll give you that. I mean, what's the memory capabilities of this? I'm assuming it's going to be a... You have to stick in a bloody separate um, memory card so or something. So, it, it depends on the one you've come with, what type oh, of memory Oh, I see. Okay, yeah, okay. So, right, okay. Um, here you go, here you go. So, for 64 gigabytes, £349. Yeah. Now, I ain't being funny, mate. How big? How big Star Wars Jedi? That's gonna be at least freaking 40, 40 gig in it, surely. Um, hang on, I think I've got it installed okay, on my Xbox. Um, and for four hundred and four hundred fifty nine pounds. Sorry, let me just go back through this. So three hundred forty nine pounds, you get sixty four gigabytes, sixty four gigabytes e MMC internal storage and a carry case. <clears throat> yeah. For four hundred fifty nine pounds, two hundred two hundred fifty six gigabytes. Uh, the same, so you got 250 gigabytes, faster storage, carrying case, an exclusive Steam community profile bundle. Yeah. For £569, 512 gigabytes. Again, that's internal. I'm assuming there is an external option here. Uh, yeah, so you this. get the base internal. Okay. And there's also a memory card. Um, so you know, like the the S micro SD cards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a slot for one of those. Okay. So you uh, can expand the storage. <laughs> I love this, by the way. From the 459 model to the 569 pound model, right? So in the 459 model, it says faster storage. On the yeah. 569 pound one, it says fastest storage. <laughs> okay. Uh, premium anti glare etched glass, exclusive carry case, exclusive Steam community profile, exclusive virtual keyboard theme. So if you're going to do it, I ain't being funny. You might as well go for the 569 pound one. But again, for the base model of £349, I think that's quite a lot. But again, I've not seen it in action yet, so I can't really um, comment too much on it. Um, but I can't see you storing many games on the base model. So you're going to have to fork out for a... with the middle model. But what, yeah, but what I'm saying is, you're, yeah, yeah, unless you want to go for the £459, it makes sense to go for that model. But if you, if you can't afford it, mate, you're going to have to get the base, and then you're going to have to freaking fork out for memory which is not cheap half the time so i uh, don't know I, the I, only thing i'd say on that and i don't know there's bound to be a scaling isn't there of the games to i would have thought so there yeah there's bound to be a 
upscaling of the, the like the memory requirements. Um, let me see if I can Google it. Well, I'll tell you what, mate. We will. Let's talk. Let, when, when you get it, mate, we'll do a proper podcast and review on it and maybe a video on the older Twitch channel as well. Because we are running short of time, I think, to be fair, mate. We've talked about a lot today. <laughs> um, but uh, appreciate you stopping by, buddy. Mate, I wanted to, when you get it, let me know. And we'll talk yeah. about it. We'll do an unboxing, like you said. I will, we'll, I'll bring this kit over and we'll record it and we'll get it on the old channel. Um, and we'll put an actual and get you to do an actual review of it because um, you're going to be playing it a lot more than me. I just feel like, is it worth the money? We're going to find out because you're going to have one hopefully in the next, what, couple of weeks, two weeks? No, weeks? no, it'll be longer than that. We're talking months. Oh, okay. So as soon as you've got it, then we'll do a review yeah. of it. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, we're talking. We're, I, I think like the earliest estimate I saw was like October. Oh, crikey. Okay, so we're so a while away. So we're talking like Christmas fucking time. All right, fair enough. All right, well, hopefully join us next week for some more nonsense and nothingness as we do on this show. Uh, this is at the nothing... Uh, well, follow us at Nothingness Show on Twitter. Uh, Jack, thank you very much for joining me, mate. Uh, yeah, no I am Betty Mac, and we'll all see you again next Sunday for some more, well, some more nothingness. <laughs>